Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. of Bustles and Bangers with your hosts, Rachel and Christopher. Hello. <laughs> and today we have our guest, Audrey, with us. Yay, say hi. Hi, everybody. Okay. So anyway, be super comfy. What do you want to start with? Crack open a cold one, whatever you want to do. We start with tequila. That's even if it's an afternoon. This is supposed to be an after dark thing. We are recording at 9.30 in the morning. Wow, wow. So we're really kicking our day <laughs> off serious. Well, I'm not driving, so it's okay. <clears throat> so, um, Audrey, I'm super excited to have you here with us. I know that you haven't gotten to really hear much of the first book we read. Mm-hmm. And I know that you haven't gotten to hear that we actually um, kind of read the pretense of this book on one of our other recordings. But this one is by Julie Garwood. It is the first novel of the Claiborne Brides, and this one is called One Pink Rose. This is a 46-book series. <laughs> We're going to read all of them. I, I don't think. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. So. <clears throat> I don't really. I think this probably will is it three. Is it appropriate if I, should I take the time to reread the, um, what gets us into it, the prologue, if you will? Yeah, I think you start this as a new Okay, all right, so here's the prologue, just to kind of buckle your seatbelt into this long-winded ride. Long ago, there lived a remarkable family. They were the Claibornes, and they were held together by bonds far stronger than blood. They met when they were boys living on the streets in New York City. It was runaway slave Adam. make them a remarkable family? <laughs> and where is he? A sl- <laughs> Wasn't <a> slavery <laughs> abolished by 1880, and he's in New York? I hadn't even said it was 1880 yet. How'd Man. you know? Because I know my history. Because <laughs> we had to go back and redo this. <laughs> okay, so it's Runaway Slave Adam, Pickpocket Douglas, Gunslinger Cole, and Con Man Travis survived by protecting one another from the older gangs roaming the city. When they found an abandoned baby girl in their alley, they vowed to make a, a better... A dumpster baby? A dumpster baby. <laughs> they vowed to make a better life for her and headed west. Maybe she's a cat. Four brothers and <laughs> a dumpster... Oh, yeah. 
Four brothers and a dumpster baby. <laughs> yeah. They right. eventually settled on a piece of land they named Rose Hill, deep in the heart of Montana Territory. The only guidance they received as they were growing up came from the letters of Adam's mother, Rose. Rose learned about her son's companions from their heartfelt letters to her, for they confided their fears, their hopes, and their dreams, and in return, she gave them what they had never had before, a mother's unconditional love and acceptance. So runaway <laughs> slave Adam's mom is, yeah. is all of the boy's mm. pen pal? Now, yeah. hold on. So he's a runaway slave. Where did he where's run she? from, and where's his mom? Yeah, I know. There are questions. Did he leave his mom? I don't know. Did, were they all just writing letters to her to be like, hey, your son's okay, but <laughs> now we want to be friends? In <laughs> Which one of his friends was like, hey, you want a bone? <laughs> In time, each came to know her as his own mama Rose. After 20 long years, Rose joined them. Her sons and daughter were finally content. Her arrival was indeed a cause for both celebration and consternation. Mm -hmm. Her daughter was married to a fine man and expecting her first child, and her sons had grown to be honorable, strong men, each successful in his own right, but Mama Rose wasn't quite satisfied just yet. They had become too settled in their bachelor ways to suit her. Since she believed God helped those who helped themselves, mm -hmm. there was only one thing left for her to do. She was going to meddle. Oh, yeah. I guess, you know. That's what God would want her to do. <laughs> yeah. It's been ordered. Amen. My runaway my runaway yeah. son, his gunslinging friend, his pickpocket older brother. <laughs> this is a little gang, this little country gang. Yeah, I just New imagine them hanging out on the playground, bouncing rubber balls, like staring at each other. <laughs> what are we going to do today? Excuse me. Stupid. You got me. Okay, so we have Mama Rose, Travis Douglas, Adam Cole, and the baby is also named Rose, and now she's an adult married with a child. Her husband's name is Harrison. Okay. That's okay, so that's where we are now. Yes. Now, technically, that didn't tell us about her husband, but it said he's a you know, great guy, and so I just figured I'd a tell you it's Harrison. All right, so All right. chapter one, we are at Rose Hill Ranch, Montana Valley, 1880. Mm -hmm. Now you can know. Now you can know about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So Travis Claiborne, the con man, con man Travis, was thinking hard about killing a man. The youngest brother had only just returned home from the southern tip of the territory and planned to stay one night before he resumed his hunt. Thus far, his prey had managed to stay a step ahead of him. He had thought he had him good and trapped near the gorge, but then the elusive devil had vanished into thin air. Mm. Travis grudgingly admitted he would have to tip his hat to this stranger who'd outwitted him. Yes. I have my hand raised. Okay. <laughs> you said this was happening in Montana? In Montana Valley. What is the southern tip of Montana? I don't know. It's a square. Oh my God, we don't have our oh, we would have to look at a, person. a historian type of map. We need to Google it. Montana looked different. We I'm need sorry. to duck, duck, go it. I think these old romance novel writers are, I don't know, like way in their head with some of this stuff. They write this from their imagination. Yeah, That's for it. real, dude. <laughs> I, have you ever actually kissed a boy? What's her name? <laughs> uh, Julie Garwood. Julie Garwood. You ever actually seen a penis? <laughs> <laughs> this is all an imagination of what that might be like. These are her. This no, is her but if diary. I did, I imagine it'd be a runaway slaves piece from the 1800s. <laughs> all right. Everybody wants one. <laughs> That's terrible. I retract that. <laughs> Get after it, girl. Okay, Let's all see. right, all right. So but seriously, runaway slave Adam. That's that is my character for the rest okay, of the Okay. All right. Whatever happens to him he happens to me. He hits it and quits it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Pops the next Yeah, train. that's what it really is. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we're tied together this journey by bonds stronger than brotherhood. All right, we're in it together. That's right. I think you need to pull your mic up. Oh, why not? Yep. Is this better? Yep. Okay. All right, so (coughs) he'd taken the notion of doing in the culprit right away. The enemy's name was Daniel Ryan. Mm. All right, so now we have another character, Daniel Ryan. Add that to the freaking list, all right? And I'm not even done yet. Let's just skip on, all right? So Harrison, their brother-in-law, had joined them, the brothers. They're all hanging out talking about what Travis is wanting to do, kill this Daniel Ryan guy. Right. Because he had dared to take advantage of a sweet, innocent, genteel lady with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Travis's own Mama Rose, to be exact. And in Travis's heart and mind, killing him was almost too good for him. And he caught him sucking on Mama Rose's <laughs> toes. <laughs> Rose toes. Rose toes. All right. Harrison, their brother-in-law, joined him the moment, a moment after Rose went upstairs. Not Mama Rose. But okay, okay. Oh, baby Rose. Dumpster baby Rose. <laughs> Dumpster baby Rose. <laughs> So he thought <laughs> he thought the brothers looked content and was about to tell them so when Travis declared his intentions. Okay, so keep in mind, um, I think Harrison, yes, Harrison is an attorney by trade. And so he is against Travis trying to go kill this man. Right. right? Because he's a con man. And this whole thing is he's, he's going to be a cat and mouse game between the two of them because one of them is married to the sister and he can't arrest him but they've, he wants to they've turned from being con men and, and runaways oh. <laughs> honorable men honorable he's gone people. back to the well that was a that was to a the plantation quite a, quite a change in three pages yeah okay <laughs> they're honorable men now well it said they grew up you know so harrison's an attorney by trade uh he's their little sister's husband he was a decent man he was from scotland and in their minds he's naive about the laws in the wilderness so I don't know what your assumption is, like because Scotland doesn't have trees, like yeah, wild animals. There's there's lots of gorges and like drop offs and stuff. I would be worried about that. And then the scary seas and the oceans. I think they're being hateful. So, let's see. <clears throat> he reminded Travis. Harrison did. Harrison reminded Travis that he had a duty as a future attorney. To behave with honor. He Travis also, is going to be an attorney? Yeah. Oh, he, he, okay, went from con man to lawman. Yes. He also suggested Travis reread Plato's Republic. Oh, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Travis wouldn't be deterred from what he procra- proclaimed was a sacred mission. He leaned forward to, to kill look Daniel for <laughs> fucking yeah. his mom. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a pretty sacred mission if there ever was one. He leaned forward to look at Harrison when he gave his argument. A son's first duty to is to his mother, he declared. Mm-hmm. Amen, Yikes. Douglas muttered. It's clear to all of us that Mama Rose was duped, Travis continued. He asked to see the gold case and the compass, didn't he? I wish she hadn't told him about it, Adam interjected. Oh, There's Adam. There he is. And so anyway, they keep going back and forth about apparently, apparently Daniel Ryan asked Mama Rose about a gold case and a compass. Okay. And I guess they're assuming, well, I know they're assuming that he stole them. Okay. Okay. That's as far as we know right now. <coughs> case and a compass. Anyway, apparently Mama Rose just like thinks super highly of this Daniel Ryan guy. I really don't know why. Um, let's see. Uh, also, Apparently, the compass and a bunch of other stuff was gifts to the brothers. So I think that's truly why they're pissed, because it was their stuff that was stolen. So there's a compass and a case and four of them. Well, hang on, because there's a whole list, and I'll find it in just a minute. But 
<laughs> so um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Harrison is trying to tell them not to kill him. They're all argu- arguing about why Travis should kill him or shouldn't kill him. Uh, okay, so he probably would have stolen my pocket watch, Douglas said. I'll bet he would have taken my map, too, Adam interjected. And my leather-bound books, Travis added. The thief's from Texas, all right, Adam said. Mm. He had a peculiar drawl in his speech. That's right, Douglas remembered. She thought it was, what'd she call it, Travis? Charming, he replied with a frown. Oh, yeah, so the pickpocket Douglas okay, is crying I was that he got robbed? right. Right, Man. right. Get your little bitch ass out of here, Anyway, I was giving them the wrong um, accent. I kept trying to make them from Texas because I forgot. They're out west, but they're not Texan. The thief is Texan. So Daniel. they're in our territory. <laughs> so that's you then for the rest of the book. That's going to be your character. I'm the Daniel Ryan. You're Daniel Ryan. I'm, I'm Daniel Ryan. All right. All right. <laughs> you've, already, you've already plucked Big Rose. I've, yeah, yes. Now we got to yes. see what happens. Yes. She was a MILF in like... Old women's clothing. Well, she gave birth to Adam, the runaway slave. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe she ran away too. Man, this sounds biblical. It. It. Look. (laughs) It. It continues to be. They're very. I mean, for her to think she's meddling on God's part, like, let me go get my boys laid. Like, this is weird. No, we're getting them married. There's two different things. Yeah. It sounded different to me at the beginning, but you know, this book is about getting them laid. You know, it is. One pink rose. This is at that section of the bookstore. The section. The section. The naughty section of the bookstore. Okay. I went. I went to a um, a restaurant in Scottsdale, Arizona, that was called the Pink Taco. Oh my God! They didn't show any pink tacos. Oh, okay. None. None. <laughs> I'm None. I'm disappointed. So you know that that, you that title there? could, could be, be misleading. <sighs> you know, Fine. one pink rose, one pink one taco. One pink. Because yeah. the last one was a two-time I man. I had one just, pink dildo It was just once. fucking irregular Abby being a fucking slob. Yeah, yeah. The our whole last book, book of her just being a worthless piece of shit. Well, so speaking of a female character and how much they talk shit about Abby. So in our last book, there was a character named Abby. And they said she was beautiful, but very irregularly beautiful. It was weird. I hated her. So here's where this. Hated her. Yeah, so this part's for you. Hang, hang tight. <clears throat> All right, so. Mary Rose needs to be with her mother during confinement. I'm not about to go from town to town with Judge Burns and leave her alone in Bluebell. This is Harrison talking. And by the way, the next time you tell her she waddles like a duck, I'm going to punch you. Got that? She's a little emotional right now and doesn't need to to be told she's as big as a... She's Uh, as big as a... And 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 it goes blank. Oh, man. Cole wouldn't let him finish. All right, we'll stop teasing her. Smacked him in the mouth with one of his guns. (laughs) Who was he talking about? The They're talking like a duck? about their sister. Holy shit. The he said his sister's walking like a duck. What did Harrison do to her? I, she's pregnant. Oh, oh. She's pregnant. That's why she's in confinement. Harrison's I got guess. a hog, huh? Yeah. All well, right. he's a well-off man. He's a lawyer. Hey, ask for help. You need help? <laughs> We're trying to get this box of snacks open. We're an independent side. woman. I-N-D-E-P. Right there. It's connected. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the boys, you know, make fun of their sister or whatever. She's pregnant. She's waddling around. Um, Harrison then asks Travis, how was it? How was it decided you would be the one to go after Daniel Ryan? 
if the Texan really did steal your brother's compass, and I'm only willing to concede that that possibility exists, how are you going to find him? Then shouldn't Cole be the one to go after him? The compass was meant for him. Cole can't go anywhere just yet. Oh, I keep doing that. He's, I can't do a New York accent. Cole can't go anywhere just yet. He was to lay low until old Seamus Harrington calms down. Anyway, so apparently him, let's see, Adam, runaway slave Adam, and Seamus, no, Cole, God darn it. This is why there's too many people involved. There's a lot of characters. So Cole and Seamus got into it. Cole and Seamus, thank you. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm tracking. (laughs) Cole and Seamus got into it, whoever the hell Seamus is. (laughs) Oh, we opened this already. Oh, no, that's the meat sticks. I didn't touch that. Why? I want a cracker with the meat and the cheese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so Cole says he won. And he almost killed Seamus. Shot him, but he didn't kill him. All right. Um, they're talking about the shootout, that they were just looking for trouble. There's other people involved. Seamus's kids and Damn, shit. Damn, he shot Seamus and his kids? <laughs> and so Cole thinks he's... There's <laughs> so many people involved. It's insane. I hate this. Okay, so here's the plan. Are you all ready for Travis's plan? Thank you. Hold on. Want my cruise? No, I'm okay. Thank you. I'm going to drink this little cup of mm. tequila here in a second. I didn't know we were ready This is like a, a big kid's Lunchable. Yeah, I think it's huge. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of crackers in there. Well, it was pricey. <laughs> well, you got it at a gas station, mm-hmm. right? Hell it's yeah. pretty nice for a gas station. All right. Mm. All right, so the plan is <clears throat> I'm going to take my papers to Wellington and Smith so everything will be in order when I begin my apprenticeship with their law firm in September, Travis says. And since Hammond's just a jump away from Pritchard, I'll take care of that business Mama Rose stuck me with, then swing on over to Rivers Bend, shoot Ryan, pick mm. up the birthday present back in Hammond, and mm. come back here in time for the celebration. Be back by Tuesday. <laughs> This is his genius plan. All right. So, Cole then reminded Harrison, you owe us $10 for Mama Rose's birthday present. They're getting her a fancy sewing machine, and there's like two paragraphs about this sewing machine, so I'm moving on. (laughs) So stupid. Was it from Sears? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sears. All right. So, Travis says he's got it all figured out. It should only take a day of hard writing to deliver this Emily Finnegan woman to her groom in Golden Crest. And if it's dry enough, I can cut through the gully and be in Rivers Bend the following afternoon. Harrison asks, Who is Emily Finnegan? I want to know who Emily Finnegan I is. I wondered if y'all were also going to ask, I Who was. is she? She sounds. It's Mama Rose's comp. Oh, okay. Got it. Yep. So, well, she's following along. You're hanging back. Mama Rose's who? Competition. Oh, okay. So. So Daniel's trying to get them both, huh? No, this is Travis. <laughs> Travis has got to go pick up. Okay, Travis, who wants to kill Daniel, has got to go pick up an Emily Finnegan. So it's Emily. Okay, so Emily's going to be tra- uh, Daniel's <laughs> mom, and Travis is going to try and get with her. <laughs> this is so confusing already. Like, if you're still hanging on, no, thank I'd you. So Travis says, she's the favor I'm doing for Mama Rose. She's the favor I'm doing for Mama 
Mm-hmm. All right. So Mama Rose had supper with the Coens last week, and they happened to tell her about a woman who was stuck in Pritchard. Her escort up and died on her, and she's been <laughs> trying to get someone to take her to Golden Crest, but she hasn't had any success. Why doesn't the man she's going to marry ride down to Pritchard and get her? I asked Mama Rose that very question. She told me it wouldn't be proper. The preacher's waiting in Golden Crest, and it's up to Miss Emily Finnegan to get there on her own. Mama Rose offered my services. What a feller she's marrying. It's her responsibility to get the hell up here for this wedding. Isn't that insane? I'm sitting up here with the preacher man just waiting. Where the hell are you? I know. Oh, I'm going to have this big Texan guy named Daniel been sucking on toes down here. Oh, my God. He's going to drive me up. Is that cool, babe? <laughs> dry. Yeah, no problem. If it's dry enough, I can make it. It was dry enough. <laughs> um, So, let's see. Somebody asked that very question, you know, why can't he do it? Uh, or why can't someone from Pritchard escort her? Someone says it's a good-sized town. Surely they can find someone willing, uh, like a couple willing to take her people are apparently superstitious of her because she's had several escorts up and die mm. while escorting her interesting so they think that she is like cursed or whatever okay maybe she's just killing them she's a black widow oh my god basically right so someone said you're okay let's see who he who what's uh, a black widow harrison i know it's a spider but you're using it as reference to something else well like what when you, you like when you have a lot of husbands die and eat, and people might suspect you of. Did you almost say and eat them? <laughs> she did. <laughs> How else do you get rid of the body? They up and left me. <laughs> I don't know. So, I, think, I think y'all might have slipped something in, and I wasn't supposed no, to hear it. No, no. This is the first time I've had two ladies on the show, though. You're outnumbered. This is yeah, it's first mm-hmm. time. So we could get three ladies in here. Wow. All right, so. They think that he's superstitious. Travis, do you think you'll have trouble with Miss Emily? No, he answered. I'm not superstitious, and I don't believe half of what they're saying about her either. How bad can she be? She's a witchy woman. Witchy woman. All right, so... (sighs) He goes to find this Emily chick at the train station, right? He went and up and tapped her lightly on the shoulder to get her attention so he could tip his hat to her and introduce himself. That's when she shot at him. It happened so fast he barely had enough time to get out of the way. The little derringer she had concealed under her gloves went off when she whirled around. The bullet would have gotten him smack in the middle if he hadn't spotted the gleaming barrel and leapt to the side in the nick of time. Mm. So we jumped into some action pretty quick. Sorry, y'all. She's a little jumpy. I, said, I told I you she's was, killing all of them. It was dry, and then I just sped it on it. Figured that would. I feel. I think maybe she needs to calm down a little bit. Unless if you're trying anyone. to hide, if you're trying to lay low, we don't, don't know. If shooting she is a weapon him. every time somebody like taps on the shoulder is probably not. He has that same argument, but it's 1880. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody has a gun, right? Yeah, I guess it's not illegal to kill people back then. You just <laughs> shoot them wherever you want. <laughs> Nobody's going to question her. There's no cameras. No. No yeah. iPhones. They're at a train station. It's loud. Nobody noticed. It went, whir, whir, and it was like, like I seen you shoot that fellow. I'm like, nah, that wouldn't be. And then they were like, another one bites the dust. Yes. Because that song was out back then. <laughs> uh, that song's eternal. That's, so. That song yes. was created no, 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 in the 1880s. No. I, I, I don't appreciate that. I think that you should watch your mouth because that song is eternal. I didn't say Jesus it was Jesus listened to that song. Jesus I didn't did. say it wasn't. He blessed it. <laughs> This mighty he was hand. the one that wrote it. <laughs> uh, he had the Claiborne brides in mind. 
<laughs> well, what if he was just the reincarnation? Mm. So, Mercury's here to save us. Unhand me, you miscreant. Oh, miscreant. What in thunder is a miscreant? So see, here's, okay, so he says, what in thunder? And you're telling me you're not Western or Southern, that you came from New York and you said, what in thunder? It what in thunder? All right, word. well, let's take a shot. Are where's, we, where's the miscreant on here? Oh. Yeah, it's right here. Right here. Okay. The one bites your butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, granted, she didn't know what a miscreant was, but she did know that her sister Barbara used the word whenever she wanted to discourage an overzealous admirer and had always been very effective. What worked for her convincing sister was going to start working for her. Emily had made that vow on the train from Boston. Cheers. From Cheers. To Boston. To, to Boston. Boston. <laughs> and a lack of creativity tink, tink, tink. on her part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I got to drink this like it's by itself. <laughs> I couldn't even do the whole thing. That was. I wish we could smoke in here. Hey, keep your mic up by your face. You're talking. Down. I wish we could right smoke here. in here. You're supposed to kiss it. Mm. Mouth, give it mouth to mouth. Oh. <laughs> Why, hello. Mouth to mouth, mouth. All right. <coughs> so <coughs> here we are. Mm-hmm. Travis has picked up Emily. Are we still in chapter one? This is chapter two. Oh, okay. I didn't know we crossed over. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't really like. Figuring I needed to keep saying, all right, we're in this chapter, but I guess no, I, I could. think you should. I think okay. you'd have to. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for patience. I'm still learning our strategy. So we are in chapter two. He has gone to pick up Emily. He's got to do this business before he can do the other business. He's going to mm-hmm. take Emily down here and then go kill Daniel. Kill, take then come Emily, back and propose a, to his mom. <laughs> get a birthday present <laughs> for his mom. Oh, a birthday <laughs> present. Uh, Which so is probably going to be Daniel's severed yeah. head, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. But Remember that dude who's sucking on your toes? I got his whole head. <laughs> She's not going to be happy about that. I don't know. She could, You put her foot in that mouth all the time now. <laughs> so, so, okay. So now the rest of this is Travis and Emily. Luckily, the rest of the characters uh, are out of the picture a for a scene. while. Well, no. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Damn. Sorry. No, we're just uh, introing. This is just intro. Very soft, very slow, very dry. Information for an intro. So exhausting. So she she's already fired a gun at this man. She fired off a gun, and he's like, she's like, "You're Mr. Claiborne. You can't be." She stammered. You're mighty rapey coming up (laughs) behind me, touching me. (laughs) You aren't an old man. Oh, he said, "I'm not young either." Oh, I'm Travis Claiborne. (laughs) He added, but because his knee was still throbbing from being kicked by the bit Uh, of fluff, his knee was throbbing. Which knee? She kicked his knee. His hiney. Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to poke you with my boner. I guess that does deserve a fucking gunshot, huh? How could he? How could she have even felt the boner through the uh, bustle she I must have been felt wearing? Felt you pushing up against my butt when you my slid by. Bustle. All right. Poked so me in the hinder hole with your dingus. Oh, chased her. Waved it around. Helicopter, <laughs> helicopter. What do they call it before the helicopters were invented? Uh, I don't know. The, the wagon wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, the tumbleweed. Saddle up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
save a horse. <laughs> so um, she, he, he, he was like, give me your gun. She didn't argue. She simply placed the weapon in the palm of his hand and frowned up at him. She didn't apologize. And she shot him with another gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got six more. <laughs> and she runs off. <laughs> All right. He noticed that slight right away. I swear I'm going to be limping for a week. What have you got in your shoes? Iron? Her smile was dazzling, and heaven help him for Uh noticing. She had a cute little dimple in her right cheek. If she hadn't already decided. (laughs) Her right cheek. But where? Well, I guess. Yeah, like where's the dimple? Is it like up here? Why is it up here? That's awkward placement. She got shot with a BB gun. (laughs) It's not a dimple. It's a wound. (laughs) So, um... She was downright lovely. He had to remind himself the crazy woman had just tried to kill him. So, all right, I'm skipping ahead. I'm so sick of he this. Had to, he had to, to think that because his pee-pee was thinking something yeah, else. Yeah. His pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> We're censored. So, hi, We're censored. Yeah. Travis's version of Aud- in Audrey's head, he has a little <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> the poke was very... Yeah, uh, I, I, impressive. It was why like, are you grinding on? Yeah, she shot him. She Get shot off him. Me, you fucking little weasel. Ew, ew, ew. Touching me with your flesh maggot. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> All right, so she thinks that Emily now thinks that she needs to manipulate Travis for whatever reason to get uh, whatever Of course, because he's a horny boy. She wasn't. Easy. She wasn't just going to try to flirt. She was also going to be coy. She drew a quick breath to keep herself from groaning, then batted her eyelashes up at him in Im- Im- sorry, <laughs> in imitation of her sister's tactics. Barbara had always looked very coy. Emily was pretty certain she looked like an idiot. God only knew she felt like one. She realized her practical down-to-earth nature was trying to reassert itself and immediately tried practical to Practical down-to-earth nature. She, she just turned around and shot at somebody for poking her on the back with his little dick. <laughs> it, goes, <laughs> it goes back and forth. It goes. I'm having flashbacks. Oh Are they going to start feel, eating fucking I crumpets? I so gaslit right now. I know. <laughs> yeah. You so, should. He knew she was trying to manipulate him now and decided to have a bit of sport with her. Maybe you ought to see Doc Morgenstern before you go anywhere, mm. ma'am. That sounds made, made up. Yeah. You should go see Dr. Morgenstern. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, He does all my STD screenings. <laughs> They're f- they're real. I thought you were gonna say they're free. Like he just wants no, to no, touch. No, he just wants to touch my pee pee. They're, they're these 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 negatives are real. <laughs> All right. So, um. Anyway, it comes out. It's obvious that she was flirting. He now knows it. She now knows it. And she's. He says something about her. The twitching stopped. I wasn't twitching. There isn't anything wrong with my eyes. Thank you very much. I was simply practicing my technique on you. That's all. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) Uh, So it's this little game I play when I meet strangers. called twerking. When I'm trying to get with a new man, (laughs) I like to shoot at them and then flash my one dimple. (laughs) I learned it. (laughs) Ching, ching, ching. So, uh, shall we go and collect Mrs. Claiborne and be on our way? I do hope she's more pleasant than you are, sir. Please stop gawking at me. I want to reach my destination before dark. There isn't any Mrs. Claiborne. Oh, that won't do. He leaned close to her. Will you please say something that makes sense? 
She took a step away from him. This man was entirely too good looking for her sensibilities. He had the most wonderful green eyes. She'd noticed the color when he was growling at her with obvious irritation, asking her such rude questions. Growling. Mm. She She noticed what a masculine fit fellow he was. Oh, she wants to rip his shirt Mm -hmm. off. Travis Claiborne was tall on the thin side, but with muscles galore on his shoulders and arms. She didn't dare look any lower. He only works out his glamour muscles. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't dare look any lower, or he'd get the notion she was going to try to kick him again. But she was certain his legs were just as well endowed. All three of them. His well, legs, it well endowed. Well endowed legs. But he's on the skinny side. Well, oh, it's sure a his thin, legs long are well thing. It's that third leg in the middle of the pants she thought was well No girth. No girth. Well endowed legs. There's got to be girth. I'm no opposed. Girth. This dude right here has no girth. Like he's all it's butt. Like a dick. It's all length. <laughs> That's no not girth. always terrible, but you know. I don't know. Sure. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice to all the guys out there. Yeah, I don't know. All length, no all girth. All shapes this and guy. sizes are loved and respected. It's the motion of the ocean. Yes. Find the spot. <laughs> are we it's taking the truth, a shot? Though. Is that why you report it? What? Yeah. Are we taking a shot? Is that why you reported? Oh, I've been having it loaded this whole time. I burped. So, well, so we're me. waiting. <clears throat> no, 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 that's fine. We can do it. All right. There's an oh, the LOL moment. LOL. All right. Ready? I'm going to lol. So at one point, the question is asked, who cares what people think? You don't know anyone here, do you? No, but I will get to know them once I'm married to Mr. O'Toole. O'Toole. Yes. So she is being promised to a Mr. O'Toole. If Golden Crest is just a day's ride away, I'll probably be doing some of my shopping here. Surely you can understand my reservations, sir. I must keep up appearances. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to act all proper, but see, this fades later on and it's very confusing to me. She's very back and forth. Um, and <sighs> this is the most annoying part. Okay, so what's. What's the word for a type of woman who, like, isn't very interesting but wants you to be interested in the shit she's saying? And she's just going to keep being like, don't you want to know who Randolph Smythe is? No, I don't want to know. She told him anyway. He's the man I was supposed to marry. Like, you know, like, you, you're not asking, but she's like, don't you want to know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't know. That's pushy, right? Just pushy. It's arrogant. Yeah. She's a snot. All right. So. She went and pricked his interest with that statement. All right, so now he's hooked. All right, so. Now he's like, what can I do to make this girl shut up? Yeah, I guess he's not hooked. He's just hanging in there to get it. Yeah, like, that's, yeah that's what's, I guess maybe that's I'll just it. listen to her hooked. for a little bit. And keep this in mind. This is not like a five-hour car ride to get her. This is a like a wagon horse ride. You know, yeah, for so. days he's going to be stuck. This is the first meeting. This is right out the gate. All right. So she tells him, I waited at the altar for him. He didn't show up. And she's like, don't you want to know why he didn't show up at the church? Because she shot him the night before when he passed by her. He literally, okay, Travis says you shot at him, didn't you? Oh, damn. All right, Travis. Travis has been pretty good calling these lately. 
So, oh, there was a wedding, all right. Did I mention my sister didn't show up to the church either, Mr. Claiborne? Uh-oh, they fucked each other? They are now legally oh, married. hell yeah. They're now legally married. So this is the drama this chick is coming with on the first fucking day. I just want to let you know that I'm going to shoot at you, and then I'm going to tell you about how my sister fucked my ex-fiance. So, and then I need you to drive me down here. Wait, and then And it's all justified. Yeah, and she says, don't you dare feel sorry for me, Mr. Claiborne. Anyway, he's, he's rubbing like, on his. Not, I was gonna say put again. But I hate that. <laughs> Man, that dude's after it right now. Damn. All right. Spend the night with this girl in a wagon. So she tells oh, yeah. Travis it was a very long trip. So he asks her what happened to the first couple. You know what's been happening, and she's like the Johnsons. He's like, okay, the Johnsons. They became ill on the train, and I believe it was something they ate that made them sick. Quite a few of the other passengers became ill too and then he and then he's like what happened to the second couple she's like do you mean the porters he's like okay the porters this is starting to sound like a stupid back and forth comedy like who's on first base Mm. so uh they also became ill the fish you see they ate the fish too i had warned them she warned them all right so everybody's getting sick all right so uh he's like did the third couple eat fish too she says no but it was still quite (coughs) tragic he asked yes tragic she agreed have you heard what happened to mr haynes then no i was just guessing he got shot Mm. so somebody else she was around got shot too so he and another man were playing cards and suddenly one of them i can't remember which one it was accused the other one of cheating a fight ensued and mr haynes was shot all right so this is the drama she this is her baggage here she's bringing it here we are Travis says, wait here while I get the horses. And by the way, Emily, you're the only one taking two satchels. Oh, you're only taking two satchels up the mountain. O'Toole will have to come and fetch the others. You can leave them in the hotel now. Olsen will make sure no one steals them. I'll do no such thing, she shouted so he could hear her. The rude man was already halfway down the street. I'm taking every one of my bags. Thank you very much. Mm. (coughs) So she's a snot, Mm -hmm. you know. She wasn't the alley cat in the family. Barbara was. Emily was the reliable and practical one, like an old but comfortable pair of shoes, she thought. No, she had always been reliable and practical in the past. She wasn't anymore. I think she's out of her mind. She referred to herself as old but comfortable shoes. What? She likes to get walked all over. I, this, the beginning of this book. I am so, I'm dry as a desert. They are definitely in the West. This is insane. Tumbleweeds everywhere. So, Travis, I should warn you, I'm not at all reliable. I didn't think you were, he called out. You don't have any sense either. You missed a point blank shot at my chest, lady. (laughs) I was right behind you. You don't think I have any sense? Honest to God, she seemed thrilled by his assessment of her. Didn't the woman realize she was being given an insult? No, not an insult, he qualified. Just the blunt truth. Emily, Mm. yes. Does O'Toole know he's going to marry a crazy woman? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Okay. So now we got to figure out what is, like, why is she now jumping from this one husband to another husband? But he's not going to marry her because this is the same little setup, everything. She's going to end up getting with this guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this, we're never going to hear Mr. O'Toole again. Remember Mm -hmm. remember Barton Buchanan? Him and Mr. O'Toole should get together and go camping. There goes Bill. <clears throat> we'll never see him again. So, here we learn 
Emily was holding a grudge. Her glares and her stony silence were vastly amusing, but Travis didn't dare laugh or even crack a smile. She'd know then he thought her behavior was humorous and he'd never hear the end of it. She didn't speak to him again until they stopped in mid-afternoon to rest their horses. At least that was the excuse he'd given her. She seemed to believe the lie, too. He really called a halt so that she could rest her way and... Hold on. Rest her what? (laughs) He really called a halt so that she could rest her backside. Oh, (laughs) he'd been wearing that ass out, huh? That's right. I'm going to take you back to Mr. O'Toole, but you're not going to, you may be a virgin, but you're not going to be a butt virgin. (laughs) Oh, my God. She wasn't much of a horsewoman, and the way her bottom—holy <laughs> shit—lies—and the way her bottom kept slamming against her mm-hmm. saddle, <laughs> added to the pained look on her face, told him she was taking quite a beating. Oh shit! Yeah. Travis just wore that uh, ass out. See, dude. He strapped a saddle, a saddle underneath mm. her and pulled it out. Oh my god! God, I couldn't imagine getting plowed and then having to get back on the horse. Like that's uncomfortable. Have you ridden a bike lately? Just lately, Travis, not even after getting <laughs> Travis, plowed. Like you're driving. I'm going to take a nap. It's very uncomfortable. <coughs> You're driving. I knew he wasn't a gentleman. <laughs> There's no <laughs> he such just thing. made her ride. There's no such He's thing. He's dragging her in the back. Every gentleman, like, uh, action is really just a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, my God. It is not. Are you for real? Yeah. I'm going to stand by that statement. Fine. We've been watching a lot of Sunny in Philadelphia, so some of that's stemming from their statements. I don't think so. Uh, that's 34 years of They backed up your reasoning on an episode the other night, the Dennis, oh, yeah, the Dennis theory, theory or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Dennis whatever. It was terrible. It was it's terrible. Funny as fuck, dude. All right. Look that episode up. So uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So she's complaining that ladies in Wait, the... Wait. chapter are we on? Three. This is the last chapter. Of the book? No. <laughs> Finally. Oh, God, this of, is going to be quick. Oh, yeah. Of the episode, of oh. the episode. This is the last chapter of the episode. So um, the poor woman could barely stand up straight when she finally managed to get down <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Damn, what's she getting down there for? Damn, to bitch. be on her knees. Flip a back chicken, chicken. No, she's going to ask them out. how you do uh, it. Better yet, put, put your, your neck into, into it. it. Mm. Shake your thing like there ain't nothing to it. <laughs> She's going to be our DJ, resident DJ. Uh, 50 Trap? Cent in Trap the house. Is having uh, a hell of a uh, night. Uh, Christopher's a huge fan. Of what? 50 Cent. 50, 50 cent. cent. Oh, yeah. He's so gangster. I was talking when he's talking about those little people trying to kill him all the time. <laughs> Mini men? Yeah, dude. There's a little, there's Not a ton mini, of little. Many. It's many. No. I like my version mini, better. Many, 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 many men. Yeah, but like a lot there's of them. Many, not, not a, not a, many men. There's yeah, a yeah. lot oh, of them. Okay. No, no, no. Just like <laughs> little, a little bit, like little ones. Many. Many. Like many miniature. Many, yeah. many of the miniature. There's yeah, miniature many, men after many mans. Many men. That's Can you just sit there picturing. 50 Cent just slaying a bunch of midgets, <laughs> dude. Like, they're trying to get no, him. No, that should be. <laughs> we should make. What was that character you asked if was a, a slave? That should be 50 Adam. Cent. Adam. Oh, a runaway slave Adam? Yeah. Adam. I think it's definitely like He's 50 so Cent. Gangster. He's okay. been shot at nine times, survived yeah. them all. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. is he missing a tooth? He's going to be running for office. Adam, they're all out of the book, picture now. We had this huge buildup of characters at the beginning of this book, and now everybody's gone, and it's just yeah, Travis Yeah, I thought this Emily. was going to be an outlaw book. Now it's just Travis butt-fucking this girl on a the ho- saddle. Her horse. Everybody's just confused of what's actually going on here. I don't think Emily's going to be a very good wife to this dude. <laughs> 
I don't think so. She's a bobber. She's a runaway wife. Yeah. She's a bobber. She just wants to bob on that. Want runaway bride. Yeah. Stupid She just movie. wants some D. That was a dumb movie. What movie? She wants to tie Runaway Bride. Never seen it. Ugh. Good. You're lucky. Okay. So Emily is now complaining that ladies in the South ride side saddle. He could feel a headache coming out. What the hell is side saddle? (laughs) When you sit, you know, uh, 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 you're a lady. You're sitting on the horse sideways. (laughs) (laughs) You're sitting on the the horse sideways. Both your legs are on the other side. You're not humping the horse. You're... There, you see, there's a lot of things. It's that a can Santa have, like, a sexual. You sit on reference. Santa's side saddle. You sit on Santa's side saddle. No. You side saddle Santa. You don't. You yes, side you saddle do. Santa. Uh-uh. Not normally. You full mouth you Santa. <laughs> Santa, I want a pony. I'm a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> Two legs, uh, one leg uh, over each side on Santa. Hell yeah. <laughs> face to face. I can't wait to go to the mall this arms year. Arms around the neck. I need to. Ta- I need someone to take a picture. This is to promote bustles and bangers. I want to. I'm not going to side saddle Santa. I'm going to full mount Santa. Yeah. Yeehaw. In the name of Travis Claiborne and Emily <laughs> Finnegan. Yes! <laughs> the Claiborne Black. The <laughs> what? Excuse me? Let's try that again. The Claiborne what? The Claiborne Brides Ride. I don't know what I was saying. You're going to get that man divorced. <laughs> Santa. Oh, Mrs. Claus is used to it by now. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. No, we're not done yet. Hold on. All right. What does that have to do with the price of pickles? Southern. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. He could feel a headache coming on, but you're not from the South, are you? You're from Boston. What does that have to do with the price of pickles? Southern ladies are more refined. Everyone knows that, which is precisely why I've decided to be Southern. Decided. Get out of here, bitch. Hell yeah. You can't just come claim what we've got. Wait. That's she's, how all of USA she's was done. Trans Southern. Trans Southern. <laughs> Hell yeah. This book is very liberal. I like it. <laughs> it's very open. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, he could feel a throbbing behind oh, his shit temples. Again. Behind his, his temples. Temples. Oh. temples. Is that what we call it nowadays? <clears throat> That's the Southern way. It is. <laughs> you can't decide to be Southern. But of course I can. I can be anything I want to be. That's right, trans southern. <laughs> so why southern? He asked, in spite of his better judgment. The little draw in the lady's speech is considered very feminine and musical. I've done a complete study of it, and I assure you, I know what I'm talking about. I believe I've perfected the draw too. Would you like to hear me say no? I would not, Emily. Not all southern ladies ride side saddle. The glare she gave him made him sorry he'd brought up the subject of saddles again. Most southern women do. <sighs> So anyway, she keeps going on. This is so annoying. I would have slapped her off my horse at this point. She sounds like she's very sexist. That's me slapping her off the saddle, and that's her falling on the ground. All right. So what will Clifford O'Toole think of me? His name's Clifford? (laughs) This is what she goes on to say. You've been wearing a pair of gloves with a large bullet hole through them. He'll probably notice that before anything else. Besides, if he loves you, your appearance won't matter to him. She took a bite of... She They've t- not met. She took a bite of her apple Pin before pals. she made up her mind you to can't set eat an him apple straight. Has a lot of toxins. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, Sunny in Philadelphia. He doesn't love me. How could he? We've never met. This is reminding me of the Disney movie Frozen. You can't marry a man you just met. You just met. And it's right. Like, what are you doing? You've never even met him at all. <laughs> uh, anyway. Most of the world used to. I mean, if you take human civilization, the marriages that have happened. <sighs> 
I think more of them were probably arranged than yeah. were not. Well, true. Probably. I think that's probably, if we were to really like base it down, that's probably the yeah. standard. See, I'm just choosing to be with you. Doesn't uh, that feel special? Yeah. <laughs> special. Yeah. I love she you. She ch- 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 chooses <laughs> you. Audrey yeah. keeps getting handsy over here. <laughs> with, the, with the snacks. I wish I had the some more snacks, snacks. But I have to be the yeah. reader. I have to read things. I can't chew. Oh, speaking of that, let's do this. Oh, my God. Okay. We still have another hour, dude. Well, we got to film the intro. Did you even read six chapters of this book? No. Well, six more, chapters? Uh, yeah. If this we're going to look, look at that, see that clock? This is not. Th- we have another hour, okay. which means you have three more chapters. Well, then we're going to read the fourth chapter together. Oh, you haven't prepped for this. No. Like, I Audrey, this is going to be a first time. Usually she preps for this, so this is going to be the first time that she did it. I didn't. think we'll handle we it just fine. We still have time. There's several pages, and you're making me take another Wait, shot, dude. Yep, ready? Oh, my God. No. One, no. two, three. Jesus. Jesus. To Jesus. To Jesus. To pink roses. Mm. Pink roses. I like pink roses. Yeah, I think they're pretty. How often do you even see them? Oh, we have some. We killed them. The oh elusive God. pink rose. Mm, let's uh, let, let those sounds be our <laughs> entry. We may have to take a smoke break Intra- before no. the next hour. Can we please? Hold on, wait. I want to finish. We'll finish this chapter. chapter. We saw time. So Listen, hard. we need Look a smoke and a potty break. Do you need to go potty all the time? <laughs> I'm an old woman. I see a bathroom. I gotta That's see. Okay. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> check, check it out. <laughs> There's is really small. Someone look at the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I should do a bathroom was a penis. It's a small one, isn't it? What they can know is small. Y'all have a small you bathroom. You got a small bathroom. Y'all got a small bathroom. Yeah. But it smells Weird. good. Thank oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five so star wood recommend. <laughs> I've pooped here before. Did you say five star wood? <laughs> yes. Five star wood. Big ratings. Big, big ratings. All right. So. You're going to marry a man that you've never met? Isn't that kind of odd? Not really. You've heard of mail order brides, haven't you? Hell yeah. You're one That's of those? That's not in the book, is it? I swear to God. <laughs> they had that back then? In the postal service. Well, that was very... Um, Just tie her up and throw I, her on the train. I don't know what word to say. I was going to say European, but I was going to say Oriental. And that's rude. Why is that rude? European because is oriental, the same thing. No. It's just for white people. Oriental is a rug. No, Oriental's. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna let you think it's a rug. This is murky waters. <laughs> We're yeah. stepping out. We're stepping out. Stepping out. All right. Plus hey, this book started off. We've ever heard. This is book started it off. This the book started it off with like the runaway slave and con man and crap. Like they were making us look in the bad ways. All right. Yes. So, sort of she hedged. She was, of course, but pride kept her from admitting it. Mister O'Toole and I have car. Ugh. Mr. O'Toole and I have corresponded, and I believe I've come to know him quite well. He's sexted. He's He's in a a drawing (laughs) of a dick pic. Sextering. Sexting. He's an eloquent writer. He's a poet, too. He writes poems to you, he asked with a grin. Her chin came up a notch. Why is that amusing? He sounds like a pansy. Sounds like a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a bitch, bitch. I assure you he isn't. His poems are beautiful. Oh, my God. Will you quit grinning at me? They are beautiful. And it's apparent to me that he's a very intelligent man. You may read his letters if you don't believe me. I have all three of them tucked inside one of my satchels. 
Exactly. Yeah, painting fingernails. Too, oh my gosh. For real. Mm. All right. He's like, I don't want to read his freaking letters, you weirdo. Let's just say that it was the last disappointment I was ever going to suffer losing the other husband. So she's basically just committed herself to a marriage. There's no way it could fail because it's set up, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right. So his cavalier, Travis's cavalier attitude irritated her. I know exactly what I'm doing and pride doesn't have anything to do with my decision. Working hard hasn't gotten me anywhere. Shall I give you an example? Yep. Yes. I want to hear it. She didn't wait Bring for his answer. Bluff. But Let's plunged ahead. Randolph was studying Flusy. to become a banker. He was just beginning his last year at the university when we became officially engaged. His studies were difficult for him, and because of his grades, he was worried he'd be asked to leave. I told him that if he wouldn't accept every social invitation that came to him, he would have time for his studies, but he wouldn't listen to me. No, he asked they never me. do. It's like raising a child, no, right? I know it. He asked me to help him with his research, and because I was such a ninny and wanted to please him, I ended up writing several lengthy papers for him. He was supposed to use the papers as his study guide, but I later found out he put his name on the top of the first page and handed them to his professors. It was a dishonest thing to do, of course, and do you know what his punishment was? Nothing. He took honors for his last year's work and was hired by one of the most prestigious banks in Boston. He started out making an impressive salary, and that was when my sister became interested in him. Ironic, isn't it? If I hadn't helped him, he wouldn't have gotten such a fine position, and my sister would have left him alone. I think that maybe... She's better off. <clears throat> She's better off. I'm so disappointed. No. I'm so disappointed. I don't know. I, I think that maybe she's taking credit for where maybe credit isn't due. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so you're what was his what was his name? Oh my god, I have to go so far back to figure out what that guy's name was. What was her ex husband's name? Ex soon to be husband, ex fiance. Didn't she just say it? No, and I didn't even write it down. He's so uninteresting. So Randolph. Randolph, yes. see? <clears throat> Randolph. All right, Randolph. So she says, I've learned from my mistakes, though, which is why Mr. O'Toole and I are going to do well together. Randolph broke all the promises he made to me, and I won't let Mr. O'Toole ever break his word. Mr. O'Toole works in a garbage factory and eats garbage and sleeps with garbage. And I don't have to worry worry about my sister coming and trying to fuck him all the time. (laughs) We're going to live out in a cabin in the woods. Nobody's going to know where we are. His sister's still going to fuck him. Uh-huh. Her sister's still going She's just going to move on to on to on to the next one. Yeah. He promised he would move west after one year of marriage. Father was horrified. He thought Randolph's handsome salary at the bank was far more important than my suffocation problems. So, see, I'm starting to feel her at this point. She's been kind of a prude, it seemed like, a little bit crazy, but now I'm like, okay, I understand you. You don't want to be stuck in one place, the same old, same old. You don't want to be married to a guy with a bank job. Sounds like me. I don't want that. No, <coughs> no. She sounds codependent. Uh, also, if you're Maybe. married to a banker, uh, yeah, you can go fuck yourself, dude. I might be codependent. Bankers though. too, because she's doing these things, these these services to try and receive receive love in return. Mm-hmm. Mm. She just wants to get settled down, so she'll settle for whatever. In so. steps in, <coughs> Mister O'Toole. Yes. Okay. He the is a tool. solid five <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> I'm surprised he goes bowling on the weekends. We'll never cheat on her because nobody is interested. Oh, no. He will be home every day at <laughs> fucking five o'clock and we'll that's make nice your meals. And yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, 
Aww. You never have to worry about it. Like, but every day she just but looks at him. he never brushes his teeth. Oh, every no. day yeah, she just looks people. at him like, this fucking guy is so uninteresting. <laughs> he just comes home. And he just reads the paper. Boring. After a day of mm. reading the paper. They'll be divorced. <laughs> they'll be divorced in four years. Well, that's maybe. She might just stay with him for the money. What? Listen, so you want to learn a little Her bit. Her sister will take him. You want to learn a little bit about Emily? Mm-hmm. No. So he did. <laughs> Travis said, what about you? Because he told her all about his brothers, his sister, her husband, his mama Rose. He blabbed. He decided to talk. Yeah, Travis is a talker. Okay, so she says, I have seven sisters. Ooh. It's my hope that one day some of them will come and visit Mr. O'Toole and me. But the last one that visited her <laughs> got fucked him and they're still together. He has a grand house with a curved staircase. He told me so in one of his letters. So, <clears throat> so. He Wait, say that again. He has a curved what? <laughs> staircase. Staircase. Uh, my, just so you know, and you're not uh, surprised when you see it. My staircase is curved. <laughs> Get her with that one, too. Uh-uh. I know. Like, what? <laughs> so, in the last book we read, um, The Two-Timing Man by Roberta Lee. Lee? It's Lee, I think. Roberta Lee. Uh, they had a bear, like a fetish for like the way the office was put together and the wood tables. So when this happened, I definitely thought about that last book that we read, actually. So <clears throat> so she goes on to keep talking about her sisters and blah, blah, blah. Um, they're stopped. They're taking care of the horses. Um, he thought about kissing her then and there, and it took a good deal of discipline to keep his hands off her. I'm ready to go now, Travis. He was suddenly all business. It's about time. We've wasted almost two full hours here. It wasn't wasted time. It was enjoyable. He shrugged. Do you want me to help you get up on your horse and get tossed over the top again? I think not. She hopped about for a minute or two while she tried to anchor her foot in the stirrup. And just when he was going to demand that A minute or two? <laughs> Do you know how long it is to watch somebody struggle? <laughs> to get on a horse. You can drown in two minutes. Are you <laughs> shitting me? You just sit there and watch this girl try to get on a horse for two minutes. Like, oh, no, you got to Keep going. <laughs> and then it was turned on back. I was enthralled with her. I was going to kiss her right here and there. <laughs> Now, bitch, get on the horse yourself then. (laughs) So she made it up into the saddle on her own. She gave him a victorious smile, and it didn't last long. A helpless woman would have requested assistance, he said. He was smiling as he swung up into his saddle. He must be crazy, too, he decided, because he was beginning to really like Miss Emily Finnegan. Mm. I am, too. Mm. She's my Elise Jordan. (laughs) So that is chapter one through three of a series in the Claiborne Brides. And this one is called One Pink Rose. That is one through three. So that's where we're at. Completed episode one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can also find me and Christopher Danger uh, under Bustles and Bangers on Instagram or TikTok. And if you want to kind of just follow us and the other things that we are doing or going to be doing, you can find us on Insta and TikTok at Gypsy Danger 317 and soon to come an OnlyFans under Gypsy Danger 0317. Bam.